Welcome to Lineouts by Earful of Dirt, bringing you conversations with rugby newsmakers about the greatest sport on the planet. And we're live. I'm here with Ken Hagerstrom of Ram Rugby USA. And he just so happens to be a chess mogul. <laughs> Not sure a chess mogul, but... Well, you sell giant chess sets. We sell giant chess sets. Yep. Our 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 old business has been we we started by uh, making outdoor games, and uh, giant chess sets came in, and all kinds of other fun outdoor games. And then we actually expanded in the United States into soccer before we get into rugby. Um, uh, Ram Rugby in the UK had been producing rugby equipment for about 20 years and we convinced them to brand it as soccer equipment uh, much more durable and we've had a soccer business going in the united states for a couple of years now and with major league rugby uh, getting started here in 2018 we thought it would be a great chance to bring ram rugby's products over to the u.s that's outstanding um so Going back to chess, though, hmm. any chance you guys supplied the the set that's at, at Baylor? Uh, most likely, yeah, we we do. There's a, uh, <coughs> from the center, it's I think it's at one of the dorms. There's a giant chess set at Baylor University, and my uh, my partner, she's an alum, so we go by. Like, the interesting thing about the giant chess business is there's not a lot of competition. So <laughs> we have uh, we have chess sets all over the world. We have uh, all kinds of movies and things like that. So it's a fun business. Um. So when it when it comes to chess, do you know who Bobby Fischer is? Do you know Bobby Fischer? I know who he is. I don't know him. <laughs> so if you don't, so and then the other two I was going to ask you about are Wesley So and Fabiano Caruana. You got me stumped on both of those. Those are, I didn't know who they were. I played chess sometimes, and they were, they're the, uh, the last two United States chess champions. Well, the one thing is, I am a terrible chess player. So, so back into, so here's a good one. What about rugby themed chess sets for your company? And that may be the future. We may be able to pull something off there. Nice. All in on that one. Yeah. We can at least have them wear jerseys. Perfect. Um, you talked about uh, doing business with Ram Rugby and mm. branding them as soccer equipment. So you got involved in Ram Rugby. How long with Ram Rugby, I guess? Uh, decided, to bring, decided to bring the products in about a year ago and okay. started uh, building up inventory. And then we were actually approached by uh, one of the teams to submit a proposal to Major League Rugby for uh, equipment and for balls. And we talked on and off for probably six months. Uh, at times I thought it was uh, almost a done deal. And then there were other times I didn't think that we were going to be able to uh, come to an agreement. But in the end, uh, I think we're both interested in the same thing. I think Rugby in the United States is a is an interesting business. It's it's uh, really I think at the infancy of the business. Uh, 
maybe where uh, soccer was 20 years ago. And I think that uh, just like soccer did, it got out into the communities. It really did a great job on the grassroots efforts and building local teams. And, and you know, much later, Major League Rugby came into existence. But uh, I think that's probably going to be the same approach that needs to be taken in the rugby world here. So we are committed to helping uh, local grassroots rugby programs grow. And uh, we thought that a great opportunity to do that would be to partner with Major League Rugby. Uh, they have, in many cases, have pretty deep roots within the communities, uh, know all the rugby players in, in uh, or the, the, the folks in the rugby community in their cities, and really work with them to help develop rugby within the communities. And that's been our approach with them. When we partnered with uh, with Major League Rugby, we agreed to supply uh, a number of equipment to the clubs so that they could distribute it within the communities. So uh, I think that probably was one of the reasons we did as well as we did with the uh, with the proposal and why it ultimately became the the partner in Major League Rugby. Yeah, that uh, the Utah black and red ball. Mm. Uh, I can nice, get one. It's a nice of those, ball. I can get one of those for for the set. The uh, the appreciative. We may be able to help you with that. <laughs> um. So. This specific deal, um, I know overall that I'm not asking for financial terms, but do we got a it, the league release said multi year? So do we have a uh, we have a finite block that we can talk about? Yeah, it's a the program will run for at least a couple of years. Uh, there are some there are it depends on how you look at these contracts, Aaron. You can look at them in, as a base the base contract, or you can look at them as the base contract plus the options that each of us have. So uh, what I would say is we're going to be a partner of Major League Rugby for a number of years. Okay. Got it. Um, going into our, our next question. So so Ram wants to move pretty hardcore into the U.S. because I've, I've seen the stuff um, mm -hmm. more so on, I would say, on social media. Like I'd, I'd seen sure. a lot of stuff in the U.K., yeah. So I, I sort of knew who what Ram Rugby was, um, but I hadn't seen much out here. Like, uh, you know, I think most of the blocking pads my club has are uh, like either football branded blocking pads. Sure. Maybe a few rhinos, but rhino probably being the biggest equipment manufacturer in this country. There's still not. It's not really out there, to be honest. Right. Yeah, we we actually make the uh, the pads and tackle bags uh, in the UK, and uh, we bring them over to the United States from the UK. We've found that the quality is really much higher when we've made them in the UK than either making them in India or even making them here in the United States. Uh, we're real happy with the quality of the product. It's been out there with a number of the. Uh, the major league teams, and uh, we've got great feedback on it as well. So uh, goal is to, you know, Ram historically has been a company that makes really high quality equipment and prices it very, very competitively. 
this is the first time that RAM has ever been involved in a sponsorship arrangement. So traditionally, RAM doesn't have to uh, to absorb the cost of those sponsorships and pass that along as part of their price. Uh, but we decided that with MLR coming to the states. Uh, simultaneously with us that this was just too good an opportunity to pass up to to partner with them and get some of the equipment out there in the marketplace. So I read earlier that the this deal only encompasses uh, six of the teams, correct? That's correct. That's correct. Uh, part of the deal encompasses six teams. Uh, the ball the ball sponsorship uh, does not include Austin. Uh, Austin was uh, and, and I give them credit. They were very aggressive out of the gate and uh, found a sponsorship before uh, MLR put together the agreement with us. And as a result, Austin is is keeping their sponsorship uh, uh, with American Marker. It's a great, great company. And uh, we're going to take the other six teams and the expansion teams uh, should the league expand next year. And then I also read that because uh, you talk, you just talked about pads. Mm -hmm. um, is, does this specific deal, or is there you have another deal as part? Like I guess it's under an umbrella that to supply uh, pads and sleds to specific teams, or is it to all teams? It's to all teams. So as a matter of fact, Austin has uh, has has some of our equipment already and, and is utilizing it. So all teams are, are uh, we expect will we'll ultimately use the equipment. Uh, that is uh, up to them as to who they buy from, but uh, we have an agreement with them that will help them bring equipment into their teams uh, and, and into the teams that they work with in the community at a, at a really uh, incredibly low price. Again, the goal is to get the equipment out into the marketplace so people can use it. Because, I, I mean, I noticed you guys have a, a pretty wide offering. We do. We um, do. Uh, and again, it's, it's, it's all uh, originally designed for, for rugby. Uh, it ranges from uh, the typical hit shields and tackle bags that you'd see uh, uh, that, that, that many other companies offer. But in addition to that, we do a lot of the field equipment and we do a lot of the training equipment. Uh, there's actually, we probably have only about half the line in the United States right now and we'll be bringing the rest of the line in. Uh, there are containers of it coming in every day. So we have lots of equipment uh, coming and we'll continue to expand the product line. So uh, what is your, your current lag time for equipment and balls uh, for new accounts going forward? Uh, you know, just, I guess, brainstorming because with, you know, this, this, I would say major deal with MLR, you're expecting to scale up pretty rapidly. We, we are, uh, right now we, we are shipping some product out of the UK, but the majority of it, we're actually bringing into the United States. We have a, a warehouse just outside of Dallas and we're shipping out of that, that warehouse, um, we have websites that we're selling it on, but we also sell a lot of our products on Amazon. And uh, all of that will be shipped out of the U.S. Uh, as the team balls become available and the team branded equipment that will be coming in uh, uh, kind of in a staggered basis between now and the beginning of the year.
So okay, we have we have a lot of a lot of equipment coming in here. The turnaround time for for the standard equipment is is very quick. For uh, custom equipment, it can be anywhere between six and probably twelve weeks. Really depends on whether I can get it on a container that come over here quickly. But we're bringing enough of them over that uh, we're, we're turning things around pretty quickly right now. Gotcha. So. Oh, was it? I think Ram UK has over 300 school accounts. 3,000. 3,000. Wow. That's, yeah. that's actually a lot. Um, Ram is, well, uh, I think number one is the UK and, and uh, Europe. Uh, rugby is a kind of a core sport to them over there. Yeah. And as a result, most kids are involved in, many of the kids are involved in rugby. Uh, Ram has supplied. Uh, equipment for 20 years to uh, to schools. Uh, Ram does a lot more in the UK in terms of kits, and uh, that's actually a business that we'll probably get into next year. Uh, we certainly are working with teams this year, but it's not something we're focused on. This, this year in the US, we're focused on equipment, and we're focused on uh, rugby balls, and we have a, a pretty wide variety of rugby balls that we're bringing in. So Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I looked on your Ram Rugby USA. You guys have, I mean, what was it? 12 balls and a ball bag for 179. That's, that's a very, for, for a match, for, I mean, it's not the, obviously not the most amazing match ball, but a, a match ball for, you get 12 match balls for that price. That's a great price. And then, you know, you, you scale up to, you know, I think it was 350 for your high end match mm -hmm. balls and the bag you know that's a very like even then that's a really good price you know yeah aaron i think it just goes back to the the fact that um you know rug, rugby equipment is uh, traditionally has been a pretty expensive investment for clubs you know clubs don't have a lot of cash uh, most clubs don't have a lot of cash and uh, we can make some really good equipment uh, and, and get it out to folks at a pretty affordable price. Uh, we just did a, a program with coaches up in Wisconsin, and we brought some of the equipment up there. And by the time that uh, session was, was over, all of that equipment had been purchased by the clubs in, in, uh, in, Washington, in uh, Wisconsin. And uh, we've had a number of additional orders just from that little event. So I think once people actually get it in their hands and they use it, uh, they find that it's, uh, uh, it, it is a very affordable, high quality product. Yeah. I think, uh, and you know, although you're already in Texas, I think being headquartered in Texas will definitely help your business because rugby is really starting to, I mean, it, Texas rugby is already big, but it's getting mm -hmm. even bigger. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, just, just looking at women rugby last year, I think Texas uh, for senior women added six clubs mm. or something. It was the number I was told I, I have in my notes somewhere. Is, it's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. There are certainly some areas in the United States that there are really wrong, strong rugby communities. And, and uh, our goal is to, to work with those communities and, and help outfit them uh, with equipment and balls that they need. 
before we actually came in and, and took over RAM in the U.S., uh, we'd been working with a couple of programs like the Memphis, uh, the the rugby program in yeah. Memphis. Myself, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've done a they've done a great job there, and uh, uh, Tristan has been uh, working with them from the UK for for a number of years. So, again, it's the goal here is to is to get rugby equipment into people's hands affordably, and uh, right now it is is pretty expensive. So we we hope to be able to change some of that. Awesome, that's really cool. So. First ball sponsor for uh, Major League Rugby and the, the I wouldn't say shtick or I wouldn't say motto, but the priority for Ram Rugby is to provide high quality products at an affordable price. So I think you got it, Aaron. You know, over deliver every time. You know, and that's, and that's, uh, that's, I, I think you probably summed it up perfectly. It's uh, uh, it, it's an exciting business for us to to grow into here, and uh, we've met some absolutely terrific people. Um, one of the other things that we've we've done on the soccer side of our business that we hope to bring onto the rugby side of our business is we actually spend a fair amount of time working with coaches, helping them learn to use equipment properly to help improve their player skills. And a lot of times it, it's uh, coaches will purchase equipment and they'll use it to the best of their knowledge. But uh, one of the things that we've done is we've gone out and invested in a video series where uh, coaches use the equipment and they actually uh, coach coaches in these videos where they can help them learn proper technique and how to spot dangerous technique and help keep their players safe while they're working with the equipment, but also really focus on the things that improve their skills rather than just using the equipment. So that's, that's, that's really awesome to be honest, because I've done a, a coaching series as part of where we're trying to go with, um, with MLR uh, mm-hmm. And one of the techniques when it comes to practice that the coach we're working on, uh, wor- not working on, working with Gordon Hanlon, he works, he's a director of rugby in Germany, one of the, mm-hmm. one of the few professional directors of rugby in Germany, yeah. knock on wood. Sure. Uh, but, um, and he, in every single uh, offensive system, he talks about like using pads as you're building up to going to full contact breaking down like different pieces of your attack and using pads mm-hmm. as part, like as part of the process. So, um, you know, educational videos on how to use your equipment. That's a really cool, uh, cool thing you have going. Well, I think it's what it does is it, you know, it, if you put equipment into people's hands who really know how to use that equipment and know how you know, a lot of times we, we buy things or we invest in, in products uh, because we think we know how to use them. We, we think we know what would be the best use for them. But I'll tell you when, you, when you actually watch some of the top coaches use equipment in an entirely different way than you might have thought that the equipment could be used and how that improves the player's skills – it's really amazing. It, it it really opens your eyes to 
new techniques. And, and hopefully that's one of the ways we can give back to these emerging programs that don't have access to top level coaching. Uh, I grew up in, in the days when uh, I played lacrosse. Uh, a cr- lacrosse was an emerging sport. I, I remember the first time I went to play, uh, I watched a, a video, uh, actually a film of a lacrosse game being played. And then that night we went out and played our first high school game. So a lot of times, you know, in, in, as sports are emerging, you don't have top level coaching right out there in, in, in grassroots environment. And what our goal is, is to just give them some tools that they can use to everything from improving player strength, improving player speed, improving players technique, uh, and how to use that equipment to do that. So that's really what our goal is. We want to become a resource for coaches. You know, there's all kinds of other issues out there that coaches have to deal with, things like concussions and and uh, uh, how to deal with players as they come in and out of those. Uh, we want to be able to give them some resources that uh, that they can use to to help them think through the problems they face with with their t- with their teams and their players. So, uh, hopefully, Ram Rugby as it evolves in the United States, it'll be a resource to to coaches. Uh, it, it's part of why we're getting involved in MLR. We hope to, over time, use some of the coaches in MLR to help us with specific pieces of film that could uh, help uh, local coaches build uh, build the skills of their players. That's awesome. Yeah, like um, you know, what one of the things I've been trying to work on is for myself is coach education and coach training, and then learn how to you know train coaches and you know, also continuing ed. And one of the things is coach education in this country, it's cultural. Some mm-hmm. guys want to learn more and sometimes some guys don't. Whereas I, you know, my background, I used to be a football player, right? Mm-hmm. And coach education being on the cutting edge is very, that's a normal thing in football. You have, you know, the, the AFCA just wrapped up their, their conference yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, it's a trade show, but it's also, it's an, it's five days of education trying to learn all the newest things. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. You know, one of the things you mentioned um, earlier, my background, uh, at one time I, I ran one of the largest uh, computer training companies in the world. And the experience that we gained there was we had to train about 10,000 instructors how to teach. And from that, we learned a lot of techniques about how how people learn, how adults learn. And uh, in some of the videos that we've done for soccer and that we're, we're starting to do today, one of the things that's important to us is that, that we, we structure these in ways that the coaches are really easily able to walk away from these programs and, and understand and put into practice the, the skills that they've learned. So uh, hopefully as the, as the company evolves over the next few years we'll be able to uh, to continue to roll out programs that that, that help folks uh, improve their skills that's awesome I think that about wraps it up for what I had today uh, you know I look forward to uh, seeing Ram products in uh, you know what is it when do you roll 
when do you roll out your first match balls? They'll actually be so the teams are already have an uh, an allocation of match balls that are not branded, uh, just so that they can get used to the balls and and uh, practice with them. Uh, the next phase is photographs. They're actually uh, being printed now. Uh, we'll have some photographs of the balls uh, for teams so that they can get them up on their websites. And then the balls are actually coming in in three allocations. Uh, there's one, I think, that, that lands in a couple of weeks, uh, one in, I think, six weeks, and then the last one just before the season starts. So you should actually see branded products with Major League Rugby within the next, I would say safely within the next three weeks, you'll see them in, in the U.S. And then um, as far as like individual purchase, mm-hmm. um, which allocation will probably cover that? Because I am surprised having been at the uh, USA versus Argentina 15 game, how many balls get used in a match? Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, we have an allocation of balls going to Major League Rugby specifically for matches, and then we have other balls going to teams for uh, some for sale, but also some for community use. So okay. we we supply them to the team, and then the teams decide how they want to use them. Uh, but you should see them out in the marketplace within three weeks. You should start to see them the branded balls coming in. Awesome, that sounds great. Good. Um, Marina, it was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. And for anyone that's looking for equipment, that is ramrugbyusa.com, correct? That's it. All right. Uh, so I'm Aaron Castro, Earful of Dirt. Uh, thank you, Ken. And you can see us back at 10 p.m. Eastern on Monday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time. It's episode 23. See you later. This has been Lineouts by Earful of Dirt. Connect with Earful of Dirt online. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Earful of Dirt. You can email us at earfulofdirt at gmail.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 720-600-2679. For Aaron, Dan, and Victor, I'm Corey. Thanks for listening. <laughs>